Welcome to life, the grand adventure. During this adventure, there are many twists and turns, each of which leads on a new path of our journey. Luckily for us all, we have a God with us for this adventure. Oftentimes, we try to make life too complicated. Hello, I'm Adam, and I have great news for you. Life is actually quite simple, and if you come along with me on this podcast journey, I will share with you one simple fact about life and faith. It's that simple. Romans chapter 15 verses 1 through 15. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to pleasure ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good, to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus has, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, then, as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed, and moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles, I will sing the praises of your name. Again it says, Rejoice you Gentiles with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, let all the peoples extol him. And again Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Worship is our way of thanking God. Worship is showing love to God. It is our way of praising God. He made us. He made everything. Everything happens because of him. There is none more deserving of our worship. In the scripture I just read, the last from verses 9 through verses 12, it talks about uh, praising you among the Gentiles. I'll sing the praises of your name. Rejoice you Gentiles with his people. Praise the Lord. The root of Jesse will spring up. One who will arise to rule over the nations in him. The Gentiles will hope. We will have hope. so much hope. We will praise God. That's amazing. That's what we are called to do. We were created to worship God. And all of those reasons thanking God, loving God, praising God, are why, why we spend a large portion of our work, corporate worship services on Sunday. Corporate worship is just a term for all of us together worshiping on Sundays, singing. Or honestly, why it's called Sunday worship. It isn't called Sunday sermon, Sunday feel good about yourself, Sunday tithing. Nope, it's called Sunday Worship. Worship is so powerful. It is my absolute favorite time of the service. If I have to get a kid somewhere or for some reason miss the start of worship, everything feels off. Now, it wasn't that way always. I used to go through the motions. I used to just show up, say the words that were in the hymnal, say the words that are on the screen, and just fill the time. But I think partially is work. Worship has come so far. 
And at the same time, it's stuck in the mud. Some churches still do hymns from the 1800s. Some have loud rock bands. I truly believe both are wonderful. Each person has a way they were made to make a joyful noise to the Lord, or rather, a way they're most comfortable. I grew up on the classic hymns. The classic hymns are beautiful. They're great. They're well-written. As I got older, though, I really felt like I was just reciting the words. Don't get me wrong. They are great, wonderful, beautiful words written by very Christly men over time and women who love the Lord. But at the same time, I wasn't connecting in my worship. I didn't feel that I was showing God my love. I wasn't praising him. It was partially my state of mind. It was partially something I learned later as I discovered new contemporary worship, which is growing all around the nation. It changed my heart for worship. I really connected with the music. I felt a strong sense of worship coming from me. I felt moved each week. I felt connected to God. I felt like I was communicating with the living God. It was so awesome and it is so awesome to this day. What I believe is so amazing about music is that it's a universal language. All cultures have music. Everyone has some genre of music they enjoy. And now all those genres show up in Christian music. When I was a kid, it was pretty much adult contemporary, bluegrass, gospel, or classic hymns. As a youth, it was really hard to connect. Go ask a 15-year-old to sit down and just jam to a classic hymn, and I think they're going to look at you with that standard, are you kidding me, sarcastic 15-year-old eye look. But give them something they like, something they connect with. And you might open their eyes. I was there. I needed something loud with a beat or a guitar. It wasn't there when I was young. So I didn't listen to Christian music growing up. I discovered one song in my late teens, Jesus Freak by DC Talk. And it's my favorite song to this day. And it really helped me. And I think it bridged and it really made a change in Christian music. But if you fast forward to today, worship music exists with a loud beat or a guitar that's in there, drums, bass guitars, singers, bands. I've worshipped with heavy metal. I've worshipped with hip-hop. In hearing that, a lot of you are probably thinking, wow, that's an incredible band you have at your church. Well, I'm not going to brag, but we do have an incredible band. But we don't have all those types of music each week. We have great worship with a nice loud band. I love it. It changed my mental focus of worship. I love it so much that I make it a part of my week as well. Because worship is not only a Sunday event, it's a life event. If you believe in Jesus, your life is an act of worship. Your worship could connect others to him. That's why I called this week's episode, Connecting Worship to Universal Language. I truly believe that music is something that connects us all. 
We might like various kinds or prefer various kinds, but when it comes down to it, we enjoy music. Many of us have friends who aren't believers. Or maybe you're listening here and you're not a believer. So while the first part of this episode is a topic where I discuss the word worship many times, and corporate worship and doing it at church on a Sunday. The last part is how our act of daily worship can contain others to Christ. On my recent podcast, I talked about going where people are and how Jesus went to Zacchaeus. And God calls us to do that too. I said I would mention ways to do that, and I have it. One great way you can do that is music. And as I've said multiple times today, luckily for us, Christian music has come a long way. But in doing so, it's divided many people. There are churches and people who say the only way to worship is a hymnal and 300-year-old songs on an organ. Those are great songs with amazing lyrics and messages, but they don't reach everyone. This is the second time I've said that during this podcast because I really believe it. I don't think there is a chance they will reach everyone. Do I think they're going to reach a lot of people? Oh, I sure do. I think there's people that when they come into church will hear that beautiful organ, hear those beautiful hymns, will be touched, they will worship, and they will praise God there. This is not an episode about attacking other Christians. This is an episode about finding ways to reach people where they are. You know where you are. How can you get to where someone else is? We need to go to the people. I don't think we'll reach them by talking King James Version. Thou art, or thy love, or I am with thee. They were great in their time. For believers who love the King James Version, they're amazing. But for modern society, nope, they're not working. We need to reach people where they are. And we can, with our life, with love, and most importantly through this episode I'm talking about with music. As I love many kinds of music. I love hip-hop. I love R&B. I love adult contemporary. I love worship music. I love jazz. I love loud rock music. I like mild rock music. You name a type of music. There's country music. There is probably no type of music that I don't have some sort of interest in. My musical tastes are very eclectic, but my heart rings loud rock music. I've been to more loud rock concerts than anything else. And it's interesting. The same people who swear only hymns truly believe that loud screaming music can't be Christian. Some even call it music from Satan. Well, I'm going to challenge you with some lyrics. They're from a band called Holy Name. If you listen to them, their standard, I'm using air quotes, I don't know, for, for lack of a better term, it's called a death metal. It's loud rock music. Their hashtag is violent worship because they just, they just want to rock and headbang and hair flying everywhere. But listen to this song. It's called Creed, in, in quotation marks, Rev Gang. It's based on the Apostles' Creed. They say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of all life, proceeds from the Father with the Father and Son and is worshipped and glorified. I believe in the one holy Catholic apostolic church of faith in baptism water, the remission of sins we will raise up from the grave. 
Be holy, holy, high and lifted high. Let the nations fill your glory. Reveal yourself to us. Oh, praise him. Praise him in mystery and truth. Let your declaration and praise ring through the upper room. Those words are powerful. This music is an example of a band going out to reach someone that quotation marks the church might not. Most people in the church won't go, oh, look, loud, heavy metal music. I'm going to connect with them. I'm on a Christian metal website, uh, Facebook group that have, and have seen testimonies of people who've heard some of this loud, wild Christian bands and been drawn to God and saved and accepted Jesus as their savior. Is that the only way to reach people? No. Is it for everyone? No. Are hymns bad? No. I have heard amazing hip hop music on my partner, Kingdom Praise Radio. I listen. There was a guy named Bizzle who I've listened to. Amazing Christian. Amazing lyrics. One of my favorites is Lecrae. He speaks of God to people. Andy Minio. Those guys are going out to where people are not being reached. Think about most hip hop music you hear. It is laced with disrespectful word lyrics, foul language. These guys put a positive message with an amazing beat. You like hip hop? Look them up. They are amazing and powerful. I have was listening to R&B Christian music recently. Love it. Love it. One of an R&B Christian music song actually was on the the trailer for Black Panther by a guy named Christian Gray. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Mellow, chill rock, country music. My daughter's into a country song right now about Jesus that's a country Christian artist. Gospel music has been around for so long, and it's so powerful. I know that is a, a big portion of my Kingdom Praise family, and it's beautiful music. My son listened with me the other day, and he said, it sounds like angels are singing. He doesn't usually listen to gospel, but he listened to it, and it touched him. The list goes on and on and on. God is calling people to speak his words through music in so many places and to reach so many people. There is no one way to do or reach all. The same is said for faith. I've said the past few weeks that we can't reach all Christians the same way. We will reach them by our lives and how we live them. We will reach them with our love and we can reach them with music. Think about that as you're rolling down the road. You can hear music outside of most cars. What's coming from yours? What are you sharing with your kids? What are you sharing with your friends? What's playing at work? Is it a catchy song about living life for yourself with foul language, disrespect for women, violence, and so forth? Or is it a catchy song that is a positive message and praise God? It's that simple. Worship God. Give him your worship. Sing a joyful noise. Realize that we worship God with our lives. We worship God with our voices. So the next time you're in church, don't stand around looking at the wall with your hands in your pockets or arms crossed. Look up to the skies and sing out whatever music your church is singing. Show you love him and are thankful. And share that amazing music with your friends, family, kids, everyone you can. Find music with a positive message that will touch people for God. And you'll see a real change. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for your gift of music. It's so beautiful. It was so beautiful that one of my favorite portions of the Bible in 1 Samuel's when David was dancing naked in the street because he was worshiping you so. He was wearing a loincloth, but still it's, he was praising you so 
glory. He was glorifying you. He was praising you. He was loving you. And he could not stop praising you. We know recently our brothers and sisters at Asbury College have been praised, praised you for many hours at a time. And they just relaxed with a guitar and sang and praised you and prayed to you. Help us to find music that we can use to further your word. Help us to, when we are in worship, we are showing you our love. We are thanking you. We are singing to you. We're not standing back. We're not holding anything back because you held nothing back from us. You gave us this tool to use to reach others. Help us to use music to reach and touch others wherever they are. Help us to love on other people. Thank you for your love for your inspiration. Give us the strength to be your light on the hill and all we do in Jesus' name, amen. So this week, I challenge you to look at the music in your life. Is it putting positivity into your life or is it filling you with poison? If you see that it isn't helping you grow or putting a positive message on your heart, reach out for positive music. One simple thing to do is just go to your favorite music place, Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music, and say, Christian, fill in the blank with the genre, rock, hip-hop, rap, worship, country, etc., I promise that you will not regret it, and you will discover some amazing music and artists that are speaking God's word. And as always, if you don't know where to start looking, contact me. I love so much music. I have music across every genre that I can share with you that's amazing. Now, if you're listening to me on the podcast, check out my partner, KingdomPraiseRadio.com, for amazing music. It's gospel, hip-hop, R&B. It's beautiful. And a growing list of podcasts. My podcast premieres every Wednesday at 7.30 Central Time or 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check me out on there and support my friends at Kingdom Praise Radio. If you're on Kingdom Praise Radio, check out my podcast site. Regardless of how you listen, keep in touch with me. It's that simple podcast at gmail.com or on Facebook. It's that simple podcast. You can hear all past episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. Do me a big favor. Anchor is starting to help us with partnerships and so forth. Go to Spotify. Click that follow button just so I can help to keep growing with Anchor and growing the podcast. And one day, my goal is to use this podcast to pay charities. I'm going to find maybe some sponsors and all money I make or everything I ever do will always go just to back to God. I'm making no money off of this. This is my ministry, my time out for him, for you, and to further his kingdom. I'd love to connect with everybody who's listening. I want to see his kingdom grow and do it with you. God bless.